Welcome to Caregiver SOS On Air, presented by the WellMed Charitable Foundation with nationally known gerontologist Carol Zernio and veteran broadcaster and attorney Ron Aaron. This program provides health, wellness, and other information for caregivers who are vital to the health and well-being of so many people across our country. Now, here are your hosts, Ron Aaron and Carol Zernio. And welcome to Caregiver SOS on the air. I'm Milton Glick in for Ron Aaron, and uh, I'm excited about our next guest, too. I, Ron gave me two of them to do, and we picked some some great guests uh, that I've been a, uh, able to be a part of. But our co-host, as always, is Carol Zerniel, Executive Director of the WellMed Charitable Foundation, past chair of the Board of Directors of the National Council on Aging, member of the Ray's Family Caregiving Advisory Council, and a master's in social gerontology with over 25 years' experience in aging and caregiving and a terrific co-host. Hi, Carol. How are you? Hi, Milton. I'm so excited to do another show with you. You know, we, we um, are, are having a chance to work on air for a change. I know you've been in the business for a long time, and I think I've learned, I've learned so much from you and from Ron Oh, my Ron goodness. Thank you. Years. Well, um, do me a favor real quick. Before we get to our guest, um, uh, this is going to air after the summit, uh, the caregiver uh, summit. But uh, I know you wanted to kind of tell people that they could still, that the, the sessions were recorded and they can still find them. Is that right? That's right. So um, caregiversos.org is our website for all of our caregiver programs. Uh, and so our caregiver summit in English and in Spanish uh, for our upcoming guest, Dr. Federio, uh, will be posted on our website. So over the next few weeks um, after Thanksgiving dinner, you know, sit down, check out the website uh, and find some of our new information, new videos from our caregiver summits online. All right. And uh, we're going to get to our guest right now. I'm going to read you a little bit about him. and uh, tell him, But Carol, I think, is going to give you some more insight on him. Uh, Dr. Nestor Prodario is, uh, was born and raised in Argentina, a graduate of the University of La Plata School of Medicine, and completed his residence in psychiatry at Yale University's affiliated program of Connecticut Valley Hospital in Middleton, Connecticut. His special interest is focused on geriatric psychiatry, and he assists here in South Texas a lot of different nursing centers and assisted living. Uh, but he's the founder, too, uh, and president of Face to Face, a nonprofit organization, an Alzheimer's support group, uh, and his dedication or his time is dedicated to that organization as a volunteer and includes monthly meetings. He's going to talk about that as we talk about Face to Face right now. Dr. Perdario, welcome to Caregiver SOS on the air. Thank you very much, and many thanks for inviting me. Glad to be here. Well, so I, I have to say what a special privilege it is to have you on the show, Dr. Prodario. If I learned about radio from Milton and Ron, I learned everything about caregiving from you. So Dr. Prodario has been a partner with the Wellman Charitable Foundation through his face-to-face program in the Coastal Bend around Corpus Christi area. Uh, and I, you know, it's just such a pleasure for you to, to join us today. Thank you, Carol. Like always, and I extend my gratitude to the support and help of the Charitable Foundation. WellMed has been always responding to our needs in South Texas, and it's enjoyable since our initial 
compromising labor of caregiver SOS, I am enjoying our mutual participation. Well, you know, I, I happen to know a little bit of your history from Argentina to your travels in the United States and waking your way to Texas as fast as you could. Um, but talk a little bit, you know, it's unusual. Uh, we don't have enough geriatric psychiatrists, uh, and you didn't start out in your medical career in that field. I'm curious if you could talk a little bit about what made you decide to get involved with older persons in the field of psychiatry. Okay, Carol. Um, originally, I graduated in La Plata University in Argentina, and I did all of my training as a general surgeon. Therefore, uh, I dedicated the first years of my career to in surgery. Uh, then I faced uh, one of the difficult political situations of my country with a military coup in 1976, and I spent several years in concentration camp until I was released as a political refugee to USA. Uh, in my return to my free life, uh, I decided I will initiate the process of reconstruct my medical life and going through tests and different type of intervention, I obtained permission to initiate my resident training program. And soon after I initiated my surgical training, I was assigned to Rodata Yale University, and I really discovered an interesting group of individuals practicing psychiatry, German the psychological department and social service, and, uh, and I think I got very attracted. Uh, and by the way, Carol, might be the sum of this initial engagement and this type of uh, practice might be associated with some of my residual sense of new independence and enjoying the freedom and probably trying to channel some of the disturbing years of concentration camp into something that probably will be more connected with people interaction. But anyway, I end up doing a resident training program in psychiatry. I enjoy it. And then my fellowship in geriatric. I believe that the geriatric field become attracted to me because of my heavy medical background. Uh, geriatric is a complex superspecialty. Individuals with mutual pathology, medical and mental health pathology, are difficult to treat. And it's a population that uh, is very much in need of care. And the one specialized are not very many on the country. By the way, I am the only one in South Texas, outside of South San Antonio, and there is another geriatric psychiatry in McAllen, but we, we are rare nowadays. Hey, I, I just want to underscore what you just said, Dr. Padario, because you just said you're the only one in South Texas. There's one other geriatric psychiatrist in the lower Rio Grande Valley, and one, we used to have two in San Antonio. I think we are down to one. 
and so that you know for those that are listening if if you have a geriatric psychiatrist in your vicinity you know that you, you Dr. Padario is like a bag of gold <laughs> Well, you're listening to Caregiver SOS on air. I'm Milton Glick, along with uh, co-host Carol Zerniel, Executive Director of WellMed Charitable Foundation. And our very, very interesting guest is Dr. Nestor Perdario, who is the uh, a doctor as well as founder of and president of Face to Face. Carol? Well, um, Dr. Perdario, you, you know, you were talking about how rare you are. Uh, and how, how complex dealing with older persons, uh, their psychiatric needs, their medical needs is. And, and what most people don't know is you are probably not, not only just one geriatric psychiatrist, but the hardest working. I mean, I don't know how many nursing homes, nursing centers and assisted living facilities you serve, but you are a whirlwind of activity. How do you, you know, how do you, how do you, you just talked about how complex and difficult it is and you're so many places at the same time. So how do you as a professional balance all of that need um, and the complexity of the patients that you have with the 24 hours a day? Well, um, I left the East Coast and arrived to Texas looking forward to have sunny days and running away from the long, extensive winter of Connecticut. And I arrived to Texas in 1994. And as soon as I arrived here, I worked for a few months in an initial contract with a local MHMR. And we opened a psychiatric hospital with about 35 beds. And immediately I expressed my wish to start practicing my subspecialty. And at the same time, I initiated my private practice. Uh, we developed an extensive team. From the beginning, we knew this, we have to be polyfunctional in how to approach care for elderly and multidisciplinary. Therefore, from the beginning, I start with nurse practitioners, physicians, assistance with experience in medical psychiatric background, social worker, two clinical psychologists, and different nurses. And with this team, we start walking into providing what was new for Texas, and it's to deliver care at the place where the patient is located. And we start servicing nursing home, independent living, and assisting living units. And honestly, since 1994 to today, we uh, cover uh, approximately 72 facilities. Just shortly south of San Antonio, we cover all of the side of the south part of Texas. Uh, to the west, we go to the border with McAllen, uh, to the east, we go to the border with Wharton on the way to Houston. And every scene in close in that triangle, taking the vertex of San Antonio, is covered by us. And we enjoy very much our practice. In general, we provide monthly round for facility. We provide education, in service, a webinar, a and we have a long-term relationship in which one, at the beginning, we start carving 
the initial approach by educating a lot about care of the elderly. And then it's incredible how the facilities grew and become engine of the system and provide opportunity for all of us to continue developing and growing. Dr. Perderio, hang on one second. We've got to take a break. I'm Milton Glick. You're listening to Caregiver SOS on air with uh, your co-host, Carol Zorniel. We're going to come back and talk to uh, Dr. Nestor Perderio in just a second. He's the uh, head and uh, of the uh, face-to-face. We'll talk a little bit more about that nonprofit organization in just a moment after this. At WellMed, we know that to stay healthy, you must keep up with your health. Don't delay care for chronic conditions such as heart disease, diabetes, or cancer. Get your recommended screenings, immunizations, and vaccinations, including the flu shot. WellMed cares. The Medicare annual enrollment period is from October 15 through December 7th. Remember to choose a health plan that puts you with a WellMed doctor. Visit WellMedFindADoctor.com or call 866-292-0360. Hello. And welcome back to Caregiver SOS On Air. I'm Milton Glick in for Ron Aaron this week. Uh, Carol Zerniel is our co-host, and she's the executive director of the WellMed Charitable Foundation, past chair of the board of directors of the National Council on Aging and member of the Ray's Family Caregiving Advisory Board, besides having a master in social and gerontology with over 25 years' experience in aging and caregiving. Keep listening. We've got a great guest today, uh, Dr. Nestor Perderio, who is the uh, doctor here, geriatric psychiatry, and the president of Face to Face, the founder of Face to Face as well. And we'll get back to the interview now. Carol? Yeah, th- thank you, Milton. So, Dr. Pradario, talk a little bit about, you just mentioned you're running around South Texas and everything is bigger in Texas, 72 facilities. What made you decide to to become the founder and establish face-to-face? Carol, um, in the process of being this professional who go around um, provide service, with my clinical team, uh, I discovered that we were failing in many aspects. If we really want to be inclusive and we want to be uh, projecting quality of care, and this triad of geriatric services, which one the doctor, the patient, and the family, very similar to the triad of pediatric care, it's impossible to provide a consistent, solid plan of treatment for an elderly with cognitive deficit if we don't have a caregiver. And caregivers, measure part of the time, are family members. And if not, they are professionals dedicated to this. And I thought that we will need to, to create an organization dedicated to uh, to network with them. And honestly, Carol, since the middle 2000, probably 2006 to today, I continue struggling with a slow process of accelerating the modern networking 
for caregiver, but that was the creation of face-to-face because we will need an environment that we will be able to educate them honestly from the pure beginning, creating alertness and managing the disease because everyone is different in this process. And then uh, cohesively have them together and to start using the fundamental knowledge of each one of them and sharing this in different type of group and festivals and with mutual participation in which one is incredible the amount of collaboration that they can do to each other if you connect and put them together. I am concerned by in many aspects for this pandemic situation but I am a little concerned about not to lose the glue, uh, the agglutinator of this we were having so nicely developing. And by the way, that you know so well because your caregiver SOS has been doing this work marvelous. Uh, therefore, I am prepared for what I call the modern caregiver approach. And we need to probably start thinking about how we project into the multi-generation of family setting. This is not just a matter of picking one caregiver, if not probably open the umbrella to educate the family at large. Because honestly, Carol, um, we are around the corner of being caregiver redefined because we are just not caregiver for dementia, we many times are caregivers for diabetes, hypertension, amputations, any, any problem. And, and I think that we have the role as well as uh, the Charitable Foundation and me and here and others involved. We, we have the role and the obligation to really modernize and, 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 and enlarge what we are doing and the role of caregivers. You're listening to Caregiver SOS on air. I'm Milton Glick, your co-host uh, today. Carol Zerniel, Executive Director of WellMade Charitable Foundation. Uh, we'll get back to Dr. Perderio in just a second, but I want to give you the website as you're listening to the information uh, for Face to Face. It's uh, TexasFaceToFace.com, TexasFaceToFace.com, and it's all spelled out uh, where you can find out more about the, uh, the, the, the organization that uh, Dr. Perderio is talking about. Carol? So, so, Dr. Prodario, that I heard you talking about your concerns about COVID and how, you know, it, it's very difficult to keep people together to feel that connection, uh, especially when we can't do, as your, your organization says, face-to-face. Your festival, the first time I went to your festival, there were like 300 people in a room. Uh, it was the caregivers. It was the family members. It was the community. And so... This, this idea of modernizing, of reaching out, expanding the umbrella to other caregivers. You know, what can, what can we do? We've got a, a new government coming in. We've got a new year, we hope. It's 2020 will finally go away. Um, that's going to change. Where should we look to modernize? What are your recommendations? Um, thank you, Carol, for asking this. And I hope this... 2021 is going to treat us differently. Uh, I hope that we are able to leave uh, COVID-19 behind 
and reassure uh, health for our country this is necessary. And I hope the state and federal government with, with the recent change uh, are going to open the eyes to the important need that we have in elder care. Uh, we experienced on the last 10 or 15 years the, the putting people together was enjoyable because we create a spirit of helping each other. And we utilize the methodology to provide education, to experiment, and to grow with them because they have a lot of material to be utilized. The time is changing, and we will need, Carol, uh, a time of recovering. I think we are resilient, but on the other hand, the first six or eight months of next year, it's going to be to reshape our ability to get together, to return to the centers, to have more participation on the senior centers, and to agglutinate, like I said before, with parameters that maybe need to change a little. And one of the one that we demonstrate that we are really behind is the the science in and agglutinating through other mediums, specifically the possibility to network in new direction of caregiving through connection, through the use of telephone, through the use of Zoom. Now that we learn with so much pain, through Zoom connections and with any type of digital function in caregiving. I know this, all of us who are older than 60 have certain difficulties in moving with digital information and learning new material. But on the other hand, I think we need to simplify and to accustom there and make our centers very much prepared. And as a part of education, we need to educate them how to use digital information and tools to prepare a schedule, to be better connected, to have communication with their doctor, to be in contact with each other. That that's will be an interesting part. And the second one that I stress is to honestly cut with like a cutting butter with a knife through the generations, Carol. I think this we need to stop believing the caregiving is just one middle-aged person caring for an adult person and spread these into generations because grandma might be the suffering dementia, mama is the one caring for her, but there are three kids coming back from school and they need to learn what happened with grandma. And we need to prepare them through the process of life because, honestly, each one of us walk to be a caregiver. And what really disturbed me in, in this caregiving uh, actions is that a caregiver cannot end just when a patient dies, when the family member dies. We need to stress this, this very healthy human degree 
should be constantly with them because they are the best teacher. They are the best propagator of information, experience, and they are the one who can really enlarge the mass of people who need to be dedicated to this. These are some of 2021 ideas, Carol. Well, you you know, you always lay down the gauntlet for me, Dr. Prederio. You always challenge us to, to do more reaching across generations, seeing past the end of the person to the whole life of this family, uh, and to making sure that we rise to the occasion where we can get back together, that we don't forget to include all of um, our caregivers who can only access remotely uh, through the Zooms and through the phones. So thank you for doing that. And guys, we've run out of time. We just have a little more time, but this was fascinating. We'll have to revisit it again. Uh, our guest today on Caregiver SOS On Air, Dr. Uh, Nestor Prederio, founder uh, and president of Face to Face. Again, that website, texasfacetoface.com, texasfacetoface.com, if you want more information. Well, Carol, thank you for having me today. This was great, great uh, guests that y'all have. And, and um, real quick, with 20 seconds left, if folks want to, uh, uh, on the, the summit, where do they go? They go to caregiversos.org, and you will find Dr. Prederio there as well. All right. We'll say goodbye for today. I'm Milton Glick, and you have been listening to Caregiver SOS On Air. You've been listening to Caregiver SOS On Air, an exclusive presentation of the WellMed Charitable Foundation. We welcome emails with suggestions and comments on this program at radio at wellmed.net. Join co-hosts Carol Zerniel and Ron Aaron next week for more on caregiving, improving the health and well-being of caregivers and their care recipients everywhere. For more on caregiving and podcasts of our programs, visit caregiversos.org.